Are we recording? Mediums are not for showers. Spitting on the what the twos. Wait, are we going to get copyright infringement for that? Welcome to Hey Sister, Run Sister. We're really, we're really relying on our editors to do a good job. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to a special edition of Hey Sister, Soul Sister. And by special, every episode is special. (laughs) Truly special, other than we are special. And (laughs) you are our special crew that listens to us every week. Ah, (laughs) And I don't know how to start this off other than Leah and I were chatting and we just came up with a topic. And we were talking about our claim to fame. What is a story that's our claim to fame within our family of ourselves? Oh, my God. I'm totally going to go first. Leia has one. I do not. So I have to think about it. Think about it while I'm I'm chatting. But my claim to fame, like, you know, it's that funny story that like you did as a kid Mm -hmm. growing up. That your family just never lets down. That's the thing that they always bring up around you. So for me, they used to call me the rage, <laughs> like in my adolescence, guys, or my teenage years, all the emotions. I was like angry all the time, like so like short fused and like it's hard to believe because I'm a really chill person, but I had such a short fuse when I was a teenager. And so this is like what got me the nickname, the rage. So you just don't mess with my naps. Like in high school, (laughs) in in like teenage years, I was in all the things. I was in band. I was in tennis. I was in youth group. We were constantly on the go. There's always something that we had to do. And you know, when you're a teenager, like all you want to do is like eat and sleep kind of like you refer back to being a baby like all you want to do is like eat and sleep no because I don't think that was and I didn't oh, want to do that. that was me I was yeah. always and I think maybe because I was in tennis yeah and it was like the tennis season and I would actually train off season too so I was constantly freaking hungry and always sleepy like it was like I, I had a growth spurt without actually growing taller. <laughs> so one day I was napping and for whatever reason, my mom was like trying to wake me up because I had to get somewhere. And I, at this point I drove and I was supposed to be taking my brother and my sister with me. So I don't know where we're, I don't remember that part. All I remember was getting pissed off. Like I was like, oh. Why are you going to wake me up? Look. Oh, oh my God. I just want to sleep. I just, uh, I just want to sleep, guys. I don't want to do anything. And so, like, I stormed out, right? Like, already angry. And, then, like, I get to my car, and I notice the freaking garage door was open. And several years before this, when I was a kid, someone had stole our bikes like years and years before. So I had a thing about the garage door being open and the garage door was open. And I was like, fuck this shit. Cause I'm already pissed. And I like storm back up the driveway. Like, like 
angry and I open the door and I'm like, and why is the garage door open? And I like slammed the door and walked out. And I was like, and that was it. Like I literally, from my brother's perspective, I mean, he was supposed to be going with me. So I don't know if I was just like trying to leave him there or like wait for him in the car. I don't even know. But from his perspective, he he remembers this and he like remembers me storming in like that, yelling, slamming the door. And he like everyone in the living room was like silent, like looking at each other like, what just happened? <laughs> like, do not mess with her today. She is on one. She just wants to sleep. And now she's going to take everyone somewhere. I was pissed. So that is my claim to fame. Every chance they get, it's like, oh man, don't wake up the rage. But you know, like I'm past that now. I'm past that. (laughs) Yeah. I don't, you know, I'm thinking like, what do I have a story? I don't think I really have a story other than like, I think growing up, I was just shy. So like one of the things like my aunt tells me every once in a while was like, I remember when I got married, you just wanted to be right next to me. And I remember being scared and just being right next to her on her wedding day. And I was like six. But other than that, I mean, my mom would call me grumpy. I think another thing is like one day I was at my uncle's house, my mom's brother's house. And I I think I was living there at that point because I lived with him for a little bit. And one of my mom's cousins showed up and I think my parents ended up being there that weekend. And so then my sister was there and my sister has like resting bitch face. So my mom's cousin, I don't know, was saying something like, oh, why do you look so mean? And my uncle, he's my godfather, too. He walks up to him. He's like, no, he's like, she's she's actually not me. She just looks me. He's like, but this one, he points at me. Don't let her trick you. He's like, she looks all nice. And he said nice in, Sp- in English. That's what you know. He's serious. He's, serious <laughs> he's talking in Spanish and he's like, se mira bien, bien nice. she looks all nice. But if you make her mad. Ooh. <laughs> like forget it forget it she's vengeful and I was like like in my head I was like when did I show that vengeful side to my uncle how like, old were you this was already after college because this was when I was living with them this was like you know after I moved out of you know I just had we were living together right before that like I moved mm-hmm. out and moved in with my uncle because mm-hmm. he was close oh. to LA yep And I was able to work at the restaurant and take internships in L.A. And that's why I did that to save like on the travel and all that and save money um, so that I could move to L.A. But yeah, yeah, I was like, what? So like 22, 23? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I can say it. Do you you not remember the story? This is one of my memories of you, like one of my early memories of you. (gasps) I don't remember how the story came up. And I don't know, but I remember you telling me the story about how your sister had pissed you off. Oh, like, yes. So mad that like you threw <laughs> the sibling rivalry of 2019, not even 20. But I don't even know. Yeah, was- <laughs> yeah, she was being a little brat. She okay. here's what happened. The guys like she would never let me wear her clothes yet. She was taking my clothes. So there was one point where I was in high school and she was in junior high. And because of my bus schedule, I would leave before her and arrive after her. And so she would wear my clothes and put them back 
and like hide the fact that she was wearing my clothes. And so I caught her doing it and I was like, all right, all right. So I grabbed the shoes that I've been wanting to borrow. They were her favorite white shoes. And we were like in the living room or in the kitchen and she saw the shoes and she started freaking out. She's like, ah, why are you wearing my shoes? Exactly like that. Exactly like that. And I was like, shut up. You wear my shoes all the time. You wear my clothes all the time. I caught you. You even told me I know your ways. And she was just like freaking out. And I think she like tried to hit me. And so she turned around and I threw a plate at her back and she came out no. me with the broom. Sure it was like a hairdryer. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I feel like there was a plate. There was a hairdryer and a broom involved. <laughs> there was multiple things involved. But yeah, <laughs> I can't remember much after that. I do remember things getting thrown and we were just mad at each other like for a whole week and i think we just threw things at each other constantly so yeah (laughs) maybe i should have been named the rage (laughs) (laughs) that's for sure yeah (laughs) i mean it was if i had told you guys it was pretty fresh but i do remember her being like yelling and i was like eating and threw something at her and then at one point i did throw a hairdryer at her i do remember that (laughs) Because one of my like early memories of Erica, like, oh dang, yeah, do not mess with her. She's cool, but don't piss her off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just I like think... your uncle said. Yeah, maybe that's why my mom told them that story. It had to be that story. Yeah, I, I do. I have to check myself sometimes. That maybe that's why I sit there with like <laughs> panic attacks. I'm so angry and I want to throw things. I need like a like a punching room, like a Ooh, destructive room. Yes. Every once in a while. For the most yeah. part, yeah, it's just very spontaneous. Like I just need to let it out and then I'm fine. You're good. There it is. And then I forget. And I'm like, let's be friends. (laughs) That's such a good one. Uh, But maybe that's my claim to fame. And I didn't know about it. People bring it up. (laughs) I do have like my sister's claim to fame. It's just really funny. And I have to I have to share this with you guys because it lives forever. Actually, it's probably dead now because no one has VHS. But uh, (laughs) When my cousin, she's older than me, it was her quinceañera, and we were, like, in Mexico. And we were, I mean, I was, how old was I? I don't know, I would say, like, my cousin's, like, five years older than me. So I think I was still, I was either in junior high or, like, finishing elementary school. So anyways, (laughs) we had, like, these really cool dresses because my cousin really wanted it to be, like, Cinderella-ish. So they were, like, old school, like, style. And there's video of my cousin and, and my sister, not the quinceañera, but our other cousin, and their dresses walking, thinking they're all cute in their little dresses, you know? And <laughs> my, they go up a step because it's like to the, it's like a step inside the house and it's tile. My sister misses the step and falls down and you just see like, ah, and the dress go up. <laughs> but it was recorded. <laughs> of course, the family played it over and over. And it was like <laughs> the funniest thing. And at first she was like fine with it. And she got really hurt. But but it was just funny. It was funny that we, we make fun of it all the time. Cause we were just cracking up because both of them thought they were the shit walking down the lip. Like they were like from the front door and they walked up like posing. You know, <laughs> this was like, you know, a TikTok moment before TikTok. And my sister ate shit. It would have been funnier if my other cousin ate shit too. That <laughs> That was their claim to fame. I didn't have those moments like that. 
which I'm grateful for. I just have more like Leia rage throwing <laughs> shit at people. We're past that now, guys. We're, We're past, past the rage and the throwing things. Yeah. You're <laughs> like Thor. <laughs> like <Yeah>. Thor. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There we go, guys. There Play we so before we get into struggle and high vibes, I have this little game and I'm calling it game. Mm, okay. Surprising you, I know. I'm always a little surprised. I love it. Uh, so another claim to fame that Leia has, I love how this beautifully fully transition, if I could say that word, is she knew big words. We went to college and Leia would say big words and I was like, hey, what? <laughs> and one of our friends nicknamed her Miss SAT. <laughs> I don't I don't remember who that was. I think it was our friend Don. Like any <laughs> anytime you would say like really big words, she's like, okay, Miss SIT, and like walk away. <laughs> I don't think I do that now. Uh, maybe. Well, maybe now, like for me, I'm just used to it now. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so I was watching some a TikTok that went out from Pero Like Curly. Mm. I think it's Vas- Curly Vasquez or Velasquez. I can't remember. Oh, my God. I Going just know by his first name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Curly. He's very popular. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Curly. I can't, I, I'm going <laughs> blank what your last name is. I know it's with the V. Okay. <laughs> he did this TikTok and he he was like, words in Spanish that don't actually have an English word. So Ooh. I was like, well, let me ask Leia because she might know. Oh, I like this. Okay. But it has to be like an actual word, like not a phrase. Yeah. So that's the hard part. Okay. Yeah. So the first word is estrenar. So estrenar is when you buy something new and you wear it or you're like not showing it off. You're just wearing something new out in public. It's a verb. Yeah. It's a verb. Yeah. Like an action. Like an action. Oh, vas a estrenar tu vestido. Like, are you going to wear your new dress? But it's like the act of wearing something new out in public. Like, what is that direct translation? Let's put some music on. Let's see if Leia could figure it out. Do, 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 do. And you can say pass if there isn't any. <laughs> this is completely wrong. Yeah. <laughs> no, what I'm about to say is not right. It's probably going to age me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and because the word I'm thinking of is slang. But like... It's like it's like floss, like flossing, like, like flossing, flossing. And I guess like it's like you're you've got this outfit mm. that you're showing off. It's like mm. flossing, like oh my god! I have never I'm used. I'm embarrassed that I said this. No, well, I mean, it didn't age you. It's just like where did it come from? Because I have never heard that use that word I used that way. Not- yeah. I've never, I don't think I've ever used it. Used yeah. It. Yeah. I want to say, I, and I might be wrong. It might be like a, a nineties, like showing off your, showing outfit, off, like, yeah. or like your watch. Or your yeah. If you're looking for a, a fancy word, like an SAT word for it, that's definitely wrong. It's just whatever comes, there is no right or wrong answers here. I'm just trying to see if, if maybe there is a word, like maybe just maybe there is a word. <laughs> 
in slang terms, yes, but traditional yeah. English, it doesn't sound like you it. Don't think so. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. sound. The like only it. thing I went yeah. to good old Google Translate. Okay. And they just said, "Oh, the direct translation is brand new," which is not really what it is, you know. But then they mm. put like release launch, which I feel like release and launch does have more of the vibe. But you don't say, "I'm going to launch my new shirt." <laughs> I'm gonna not launch my new Nikes. <laughs> yeah, no, that that makes sense. I can yeah. I can see the feeling of it because it's like a, yeah, yeah, it's like you're yeah, literally launching. Like oh, you're like you are. like debut, like debuting. Ooh. That could be a thing. Like mm. it's my new outfit. I'm debuting it. Debuting it. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think uh, we. So found I did know something. <laughs> I think we found it. It's to debut. Are you going to debut the outfit? Doesn't that feel? Yeah, that feels yeah, good. That feels right. It does. It does. Okay. It's just like, would we say it? Would we say it? No, we would not like, say it. I would never say like, I'm okay, gonna, guys, I'm debuting my new dress today. It might. You know what? Now that you said it out loud, it does kind of sound good. Did we just like, start a new you know, like trend? Maybe. Gen Z, if you pick this up, this is ours. <laughs> Gen Z, make us famous with this debut conversation debut, right debut like, our debut you know debut my new kicks today yeah uh, yeah yeah debut my new fit oh it sounds good ooh, ooh, I, okay. yeah I, yeah i would go with that debut. okay the next word okay there is like four words that describes this word wait three words okay that translate into this one word okay. and if you could find the one word you win okay. i don't know what Bragging points. Antier. So antier is the day before yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. In the past. In the past. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not yesterday. It's the day before yesterday. Is one. there one word, one single word? This one may have got me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because Curly was like, don't say the day after tomorrow. No, he's like, I want a direct word. And I was like, yeah. hmm, no say. I don't know. I don't. At least in everyday language that I would use. I don't think. I don't think there is a word. It's more of a phrase than a word. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I put it in my trusty, dusty Google Translator. And uh-huh. they said the day before yesterday. It is four words. I guess I wasn't counting the the, but mm. yeah, that one is, uh, we got stumped. We got stumped. See, I love how Spanish is very succinct. Like it's, mm-hmm. you know, like you get one word for four in English. <laughs> right? Like that's right. concise. It's efficient. Concise. It's efficient. You already know what they're talking about yeah. just by one word. Mm-hmm. We got to go waste like four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. A word that's used that we use in the Spanish language is ajena. So mm-hmm. ajena means it belongs to somebody else. So a lot of times we mm-hmm. use it like cosas ajenas. Like, you know, if you let me borrow your car, like carro ajeno, or if I go to your house a lot, my mom would have yelled at me and said like, I no vayas tanto a casas ajenas. Don't go so much to other people's houses. You know, it's like other people's stuff type of thing. The word that's coming to mind is there. Like T-H-E-I-R, mm-hmm. like there. Mm-hmm. That's like a, there. Yeah, like that's a possessive 
pronoun. Yeah. Google Translate called it alien. Because no. it's foreign? I don't know. Right. Yeah. Let me make sure I have the spelling right. <laughs> I do. I do. I do. Okay. I guess we don't think about it because we say like they're like, because in Spanish, when we say like es de ellos, like we'll be like, it's theirs, es de ellos, you know, like mm-hmm. that's, that's the word we use. Because a henna is more like. Is it the like the belonging like that it's more like it's not to you like huh let me see let me try to figure out how to best explain this hold on like you're just in other people's like environment world like like the only thing i could think of like casa ajena is like someone else's house like but in the way like you're just in a stranger's house almost like it's a stranger's house Mm -hmm. it's just not your it's almost like like you're not this is deep but like participating in your own life you know kind of yeah time with your family kind of vibe yeah yeah because it like it does have that translation of theirs but then it's like something bigger like because i would get yelled at you know when i spend too much time at someone's house it's almost like i don't know i'm getting the vibe of like disconnected like mm-hmm. you're not mm-hmm. like yeah like people like, use it connected. as like yeah, yeah. Like people are like, oh, esas casas ajenas. No hacemos son casas ajenas. Like we don't do that in other people's home. And But it's like mm. different as if you're like really close to your family and you're always over and it feels more like, yeah, it is kind of like this disconnect. So I don't know. Yeah. That's kind that of a hard one. Yeah. I, mean, I think maybe disconnected might be closer to the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. vibe. Oh, this one. This one's great. Buen provecho, which we say here in America, bon appetit, but that's not English. Yeah, I was going to say Italian, but it's not English. <laughs> so wait, what's the English translation? Let's see what Google Translate. I'm putting it in right now. Provecho. Good appetite. <laughs> oh, like, I'm thinking Delicious. <laughs> It's a description of the person. Like, you know, before you eat. Well, it said before you eat, right? Like right before you eat. Like if you're in Mexico, right before you eat, they say buen provecho. Mm. And that's what like people do in France, like bon appetit, you know? I know we use it kind of like, oh, something's good when we say bon appetit. It's almost like, well, there's it's not a word though. It's like a like come and get it. Like, you know, like it's like you ring the bell and everyone comes in for no no it's it's right before you eat like they've already brought your food your okay. food right in front of you and okay. they say bon appetit <laughs> no, no they say oh, buen provecho thinking like buen enjoy provecho. like i would think like enjoy like yes and according to google yeah. translate they also put enjoy Oh. I did. I had bueno provecho. I don't know why I put bueno for mm. first of habit, but then I got rid of the O and mm. it says enjoy. See, mm. so, yeah, enjoy. Feast. So we found one on that one. So we found yeah. one on two. Two, we did it. Okay. I think I have one for this one, but I want to see what your opinion is. Okay. Compadre o comadre, which you've probably heard that name. Yeah. What's Which we kind of use a, a version of that in Tagalog too, but we also have another word. Oh. <laughs> it's a, what do you guys? Uh, ninong and ninang. We have that too, but that's for the kid to talk to their godparents. 
the kid, mm-hmm. like we have that, like, like, you know how, I mean, my nieces are, I'm their godmother. So mm-hmm. they would call me Nina, you know, yeah, yeah. but like my sister is my comadre, you know? Oh yeah. We use those words kind of like, oh, that's my, <laughs> that's my auntie. <laughs> that's my, that's my <laughs> like my, when my dad uses it for uh-huh. his guy friends, but it's like, you know, that's my, that's my best friend. That's my homie. That's like, mm-hmm. like friends mm-hmm. that are family kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. But I would, I think I think of it if I'm like godparents, like is what comes to mind, but I don't know. No, but it's not the godparent because it's like your relation, like you're the godparent of the child. It's Mm -hmm. the, what you call the parent of. Yeah. Not the godchild calling you. Yeah. That's what comadre Uh and compadre are. Oh, that makes sense. See, I have a word because I've been saying it in my head forever. What is it? Well, so I call it co-parent because <laughs> I, that's really, that I, makes sense. I don't know if I've like, just how I, I see that goal, like the co-madre, yes. like yes. co-mother, co-father. So yes. I just say co-parent. People don't say that, but that's the term that, I would use. Yeah. 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 But let's see what our trusty, dusty Google translate <laughs> says. This was kind of fun. I just wanted to see like, what is, what is there really? Words? Can we find words? Comadre. Yeah. Midwife? What? No. 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 It's <laughs> not it. I was like, buddy. <laughs> Straight up says, compadre, buddy. Uh, yeah, like that's your homie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And you use those yeah. terms. Yeah. But it. Yeah. Definitely means that you are their children's godparent yeah. or they are your children's godparent, vice versa. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Love Interesting. That's cool. Gotta yeah. flex my brain there for a little bit. I know. <laughs> Let us know, guys, if you guys know Espanol or not, because like, <laughs> I was like, that's, that's the wrong way to. Let me go back. If you guys had other words that you guys would use, or like I said a word and you're like, oh, this is the actual word. It's very, very sophisticated English, but here it is. Let us know. Let us know what that is. We like it. Yeah. We like it. We like it. But that was fun. And that ends our Miss SAT segment. <laughs> I have like 70 theme songs stuck in my head. <laughs> you know, like game show 70 theme song. Ah, struggles and highlights. I could go first with my struggle, but my struggle is kind of sad. <laughs> I was like, it's sad. Okay. Don't worry. It was sad. So yesterday, <laughs> I don't even know how to like, this might be a trigger warning for people. So, you know, fast forward if you don't like this topic. Um, but yesterday, like, it was the baptism for my boyfriend's brother's daughter. And we're, we were the godparents. <laughs> but not like the main part, godparents. There's like the main godparents and like a presentation thing. I don't know. I only heard of this concept like once in my life. And I'm a very horrible Catholic. I don't really practice Catholicism. But if people ask me to be their godparent, I'd be like, sure. I like kids. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> I was like, I'm not sure I'll be the best making sure that they do all things Catholic, but I'll be the best, you know, because I'm the best. <laughs> so like, I ordered a bunch of dresses 
because I was like, I don't really have dresses that fit right now. And I got the dresses and they just didn't like like they would fit, but they didn't feel comfortable. I just didn't like the look of them. And I was like, okay, what do I wear? What do I wear? And yesterday morning, I went to Target and I found some dresses that looked cute. You know, I was like, oh, I like these patterns, like the style. And then when I tried them on, when I got home, yeah, they fit. But I hated, like, I liked maybe like the skirt part, but the top part I hated. Like it was just, it felt, I don't know, it made me like feel like old and almost like I was wearing a muumuu. And I was like, maybe this needs to be more of a tank top. But I just like, hated it so then I was like okay what do I have that I could kind of like figure it out and I was just like going through my closet and I couldn't find anything couldn't find anything and I was just like getting frustrated because everything that like okay I think this works like this can work and then I would put it on and like I just hated how it looked or I was really uncomfortable or I was really hot in it and it was like I am not in winter yet so this is too hot to wear you know, so I was just like all the struggles. I just started like crying. And I was just like, oh my God. It was just like really, really hard. And I was like, I just, I have this one dress, but it's too, like the one dress that I do love that I'm wearing today, it's too casual for it was, and maybe not. I could have worn it yesterday, but I was like, oh, I feel like this is too casual. So I was just like crying when I'm like, oh, and I was just like frustrated and, you know, like it was just a struggle. And I think for me, I was also mad. Like, what if this is like, am I giving into like society's idea of what a woman body should be? But then what point is it like where I'm uncomfortable, you know, and there's always like that, that middle ground, like, where is it too much? Like, you know, do I want to, you know, have a different figure because of what society tells me? Or do I want it because I want to feel better or want to have more mobility and all that. And I, I guess I get kind of weird, like sensitive because I have been triggered before with like all the crazy and restrictive dieting. And I know there's like a middle ground, but I think for me, it's still like really triggering. And I was just frustrated. <laughs> I was just like, eh, this stomach is here and I don't have a booty and I'm short. And so things just like, don't look good. You know, like I am not tall. I don't have a booty. So it's like, it's all in the stomach and it just doesn't feel comfortable. And what I see in the mirror isn't like really how I feel on the inside or the clothes that fits me. It's not an expression of me. I feel like it, mm. it doesn't feel like me. And I think that's hard. Like trying to find, I think more importantly is trying to find clothes right now that still express me who I am. Mm. It makes me feel like me because like, yeah, I found something that I found two dresses that fit. But as I looked in the mirror, I was like, this is not an expression of me, Mm. you know? Yeah, that is a definite struggle for sure. Yeah, what I took from that, though, it has a little bit of upside is like where I think a lot of this had to do like I was thinking like I'm not in control, like I can't control Mm. like my thoughts about me, what I eat everything and I was like that's not necessarily true like I could control I could control my workouts which I do I could control what I put in my body and I'm not saying dieting I'm just saying eating healthier stuff you know like I I had to look at like what I ate this week and this week I didn't go grocery shopping so I was just eating what was available and sometimes it was chips and pizza for dinner you know which that is fine every once in a while but when it's like what you're having because you're not cooking or something like that so yeah, it's not always like the best for you, you know, like when you just kind of are eating, you know, 
processed foods, heavier, mm-hmm. heavier, you know, amounts of processed food. And I was like, well, what did I used to do? And I was like, well, planning your food doesn't necessarily mean you're on a diet. You just are planning to have food ready. And I was like, maybe I just need more of a plan and easier just so that I could eat something Mm-hmm. and have it be of a less of a more natural source you know mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean that I'm not going to eat pizza it doesn't mean that it just means that during the week I know where I'm getting my food from mm-hmm. and uh, and plus like not eating out all the time you know or plus not wasting time trying to figure out what to eat only to eat out because we didn't figure out on time so it's just kind of like how to change my mindset on that because I think I was very resistant to having like creating like a meal plan or prepping, Mm -hmm. but like creating it in a way that is not a restrictive way. And I think that's really hard to do when you've you've been in the cycle of I'm creating this plan to be restrictive. And for me, it's like, no, I'm creating a plan so I could eat (laughs) because then I won't eat and then I'm hungry or I'm like searching for food and all there is is chips. And then I eat it and I don't feel like satisfied at the moment. And I just ate it because I was hungry as opposed mm-hmm. to I just ate it because I wanted to, which mm-hmm. is a different feeling. So that helped me see it. And uh, what I realized too, instead of saying things like I need to lose weight, I was more like, what can I find right now that makes me feel like I'm being me in the clothes that I have, you know? Yeah. So I think that was like more important than, yeah. I'm going to starve myself because I wasn't about to, I was like, I was hungry. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> so, I mean, you're, you're such an expressive person that like you want your clothes to be expressive. Mm-hmm. So it, it's just that discovery of what that's going to look like mm-hmm. at, at any size. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter, right? You're going to have that moment no matter where, you, you know, you are in your journey. And I think, Oh, like, I think for, it's so relatable because Erica and I have been on this journey all, I feel like, since day one. Since day we met. Since the day we We met. We have done it all together. We did the restrictive thing. We did the obsessive thing. We, like, started a healing journey around our bodies. Like, we've done it all. Yeah. And I I think there's, like, I, I was just having a conversation earlier about, like, in my Leadership Rising course. Mm hmm and I share that story too, like a punishing kind of mindset before. Mm-hmm. And now I'm in this loving journey with my body. And that doesn't mean it's all beautiful. And it's all a feel good. Cause there are moments where like something will trigger you, whether it's like buying new clothes or even looking at, you know, passing by yourself in the mirror, like something will have a trigger and you're, mm-hmm. and you're like, like it throws you out of that mindset of like loving yourself and mm-hmm. honoring yourself, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes you just got to be in it, mm-hmm. let it process and create, choose to create something else around yeah. it, which is what you've done. And I think that, yeah. you know, we're going to go through it. Yeah. And I think like what for me too, is just like hearing those inner mean girl thoughts and mm-hmm. being like, I could talk better to myself. Mm-hmm. you know because I think like I've been going back to work and like all the doors are glass so you see your reflection constantly you know mm-hmm. and so it was like because like there's things that I said to myself right away and then just analyzing and being like why am I putting my worth in that no one else cares like stop talking to yourself that way like mm-hmm. okay yeah you're you have a few pounds on you you know mm-hmm. more than when you did when you before you were not in the office or I'm like what am I trying to say before <laughs> March of 2020 there you go <laughs> 
And, but that doesn't make you less of a person. You're fine. You know, it's just, you were stress eating. You were just, you know, coping with your environment the best you could. And that's okay. Yeah, That's okay. It, and I think for me, I think at the end of the day for me is really watching my emotional health and my mindset around it, because I don't want to have that mindset of like, I have to be itty bitty skinny to be worthy. It's like, I just want to have the mindset is like, I just want to be the healthiest version of me possible, Mm -hmm. whatever body that is to be there and be Mm -hmm. confident in it. So that's where that was yesterday. And we were, we were running late and I was like, let's go. My hair looked like crap. And I was like, I was like, I don't have time. Let me go. Let me go. I make a bond. Yeah. A lot of space and grace for that journey. Oh yeah. Yeah. It is what it is. And it's hard to dismantle too, because that's what we were told, like, since the day we were born. It's deep. It is deep deep rooted. And it's not just what we were told. It's what our mothers were told. It's what our Mm -hmm. grandmothers were told. Well, on some level, or our cousins or whatever, because sometimes too, for them, you know, for our parents, our grandparents, it it was like about survival too. So maybe that Mm -hmm. just didn't come up until we started to kind of be in a better like financial state and then and then society kicks in and it's like oh this is what mm-hmm. you should look like this is what you mm-hmm. should be and mm-hmm. it does like like if we're not aware of it if we're not like aware of the things that come up in our heads and analyze it and question it like it's so easy to function as if those thoughts are true so it's mm-hmm. like being really vigilant of hold up mean girl <laughs> you know, I'm not going to take your lies, you know, and it, it doesn't come from us. It's from everywhere else. And you know, we don't have to accept that as the truth. Ding, ding, ding. Correct. What was your struggle? <laughs> uh, struggle is here. <laughs> I, went, I sleep with a CPAP, which I'm several months in now. And I love it so much. You guys mm-hmm. have known that I am a fan. I think one night this week, I don't know what happened. Like, I don't know. You guys know, love my CPAP. And I've been wearing it for several months. So I, I kind of got a down cold where like, I don't wake up in the middle of the night. Like, adjust. like I, I've generally perfected this thing. But one night out of this week, I don't know what happened. But apparently I woke up and it wasn't on. Like, I just took it off in the middle of the night. Like, I checked the little data to see when that happened. I I think I took it off like around two o'clock in the morning and didn't notice. So I only wore it for like three hours and I was like, what? And I have been really consistent with this thing, Mm -hmm. but because I spent like a good three hours without it on. So when I'm not wearing it, it's like my body's constantly waking up. Mm-hmm. And constantly in stress because I'll get obstructed several times, several times in an hour. Mm-hmm. So that day I made it to like noon and just felt awful. Like my pre-workout had already wore off. My, my coffee had already wore off. And so like by noon, one o'clock, I was like in, it was almost like physical pain, like just so tired I was like emotional about it, like so tired. I cry and just like my body felt so weak. Like I could have passed out at any one moment in time. Mm -hmm. So it was intense and I had not realized 
how impacted, how affected I was that I wasn't sleeping well. Mm-hmm. Like now that I know what sleep feels like, like knowing, having that moment of like, just not wearing it throughout the night, like mm-hmm. really impacted me that day. I'm pretty sure I told Alex, I was like, I'm, I'm going to bed at seven. Like I literally am going home, maybe eat. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. We'll see if I make it that far. And I'm just going to go to sleep because I, I couldn't do it. My body was done by noon. It was insane. And I did not realize that's what would happen. Mm-hmm. So if I didn't know before that the CPAP was a positive effect in my entire well-being, I definitely know now because I, uh, I never want to not sleep with it, even just for a few hours, because technically I only slept for three hours that night then. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy. So uh-huh. the struggle was very real. Very real. Yeah. I mean, that's like one of the things, <laughs> like, I know I would take it off. That's why I haven't done the test. Cause it's like, I feel like I just would get annoyed with it. And it would like, I just take it off. Yeah. You get like, I, I feel like I, I, it does take practice. It does take mm-hmm. like several weeks to get used yeah. to it and several and weeks to. Doesn't you know. it make a noise? No, it's really quiet. Oh, okay. It makes a noise if there's a leak. Like oh, if you didn't okay. seal the mask well, then you can hear air coming out. Mm. But I have figured out my perfect placement on my mask now. So yeah. It's like, it's sealed. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I thought it made a noise, like, you know, like the white noise machines with like, which yeah. I hate. Oh. I think the, the technology. Yeah. I was thinking like the machine was going to be giant too. Mm-hmm. It's like literally this big. Itty bitty. Like, it's Hi. yeah, gonna take it on a plane. Like it's really, oh. really small. It's quiet as long as it's like it's sealed. it's on right. Um, yeah. Well, maybe maybe I'll take the test. Maybe I won't. We'll see. We'll see. Stay tuned next <laughs> week. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> high vibes. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> what has been my high vibe. Nothing like crazy has happened this week where I'm like, oh, high vibes. I'm just like getting a lot of ideas on like. Activity stuff, but like, will I execute? I don't know. I just kind of get like, I always feel like I like just have no time to do anything. Mm. <laughs> but maybe, you know, I'll hire someone to help me or do like. I think just, I think I just like want it bigger than what I could do right now. So I'm just like upset that I can't be the way that I actually want it. And I, I think right now maybe I just need to settle for less. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Fuck no. Oh, it has to be as big, like (laughs) bigger production. No, I meant like the quality, like in my head, the video editing quality, like making it easier. I was like, (laughs) for less, we do not use this language in this house. Uh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Now we're on the same page. (laughs) Yes, yes, we are. I was like, that's not what I meant. As soon as you said that, I knew what you meant that I thought I meant, but I didn't mean that. But yes, so well, there's a difference. There's mm-hmm. quality, like what you want. You want quality, like mm-hmm. yes, I think that's all good. But you got to distinguish if it's quality or, or perfection that you're striving. For. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like the content is good, right? Like you know, content good, like special effects, 
not so good you know, type of thing or like the fluffy stuff, the fluffy mm-hmm. stuff. Like, cause when I'm in my head, I see like music, I see slides coming in and like, I, I see very fast paced stuff, like very fast stuff. But I was like, I don't have as of right now, I, I don't have the energy. I can get the skills. Like I know I don't have some of those skills yet, but I know it's like some YouTube videos away from me to knowing but that takes time, too, because sometimes I'm in YouTube for like an hour or two. I was like, oh, that's cool. And testing it out, you know, so it's like like I just want to get the content out. So what's the mm-hmm. easiest way for me to get the content out that still kind of has the essence of what I want, but not all the fancy dancy stuff, but not mm-hmm. the fancy schmancy stuff, you know? Well, you know, trust the content. Like, you, yeah, I mean, like, uh, trust the yeah. content that like there's a long time and we all go through this. We all have mm-hmm. seasons. And you are in a season of receiving so much creativity. Mm-hmm. I mean, whoa. Yeah. And maybe it's a, it's a lot, which is great. You're not going to be given anything more than you can handle. All you yeah. do is write it down. Yeah. It'll manifest in physical form as it's yeah. ready. I have a folder on my phone that I'm writing all the ideas. And I had this great idea today when I was driving, but it involves, it needs to involve more people than just me. Okay. I'm excited about this. Okay. I'm not going to say it because I don't want people That's to steal right. my idea. So okay. It's my idea. Even though yeah. I'm borrowing ideas from other people, it's my idea that I put it all together. Okay. Yes. You know? You know, I think that's the thing is like, trust the content, all the, yeah. all the production will come. And doesn't mean Shut like, up. just because it's out there and it doesn't have the full production mm. value that you're looking for. The content is the thing that yeah. attracts people yeah. to you and it. Yeah. So I need, what I want now is now I am looking for a friend. <laughs> I should go on the friend app, but creativityfriends.com. <laughs> I, need to find, I want to find a creative friend that will help me. And I just need one more person to really help me envision what I want to do here mm, for okay. funsies. We can talk about who this person's is off off the air. Off the air. This is a secret project. It's a secret project. And I I mean, if you lived here, I feel like we could do it. I just Mm. need like one person that's available every Saturday or Sunday, you know? We we will sort all of this out. We'll sort sort this out. out. Yeah, for sure. But I think that's to be celebrated. Like you've got so Mm -hmm. much like coming in, which there was a point in time, a season that like it just was stuck energy, right? Mm -hmm. So now you're just, you've moved a bunch of stuff, a lot of energy and stories and now you're like receiving and it's like oh let it you know like all that will let it go let it flow yeah Yeah. let it you don't gotta force anything it's all no i just put it in my notes and then go okay let me do this let me do this eventually figure it out figure it out gonna jump out at you and be like this is time it's just time yeah for sure for sure i think sometimes i just get i saw a great post today so sometimes like it's it is a high vibe to have all this right like i'm saying like that is a high vibe like i love but the downfall of it sometimes is that like i don't have the bandwidth sometimes at the moment to do them and it could be very discouraging but i've figured out a way to kind of be like okay with that but i get excited you know like i just get excited for having these ideas and every once in a while i get like I go into, you know, like, oh, I'm not doing enough. If I did enough, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. But I saw this great, great post this morning. And sometimes when I'm not like, I do a lot. But 
I tend to go to like, oh, I'm being lazy and I'm unmotivated and I suck mm-hmm. at life. You know, I just start like doing that every once in a while. I catch myself, mm-hmm. but I do it. And this post said, you're not lazy, unmotivated or stuck. After years of living your life in survival mode, you are exhausted. There's yeah. a difference. And that hit home for me because that's one of the things I remember when I get overwhelmed, like I can't do this and I get all angry I have to remind myself, I was like, well, right now your body's choosing to just rest. It's choosing to relax a little bit and not struggle. Mm. Like my literally, like my body will not let me hustle. Like I get exhausted. Like I'll sit there and just go, it's time to bed. (laughs) Or just watch TV and do nothing, Erica. You know, it's like, it tells me that. So that's another high vibe too, is that like my body will not let me go into that hustle mode anymore. Mm. Yeah. It's like, this is what you need to do. This is the, like, the only time you're overworking and it's when it's aligned action, mm. when you're having fun. But there's a point where we're stopping you, Erica. And I think that's pretty cool. I think that's cool. Yeah. And, then, and like, the mindset has shifted. Now it's like a welcome thing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, well, I trust you, body. Let me go and, like, go take a nap. <laughs> I should watch Netflix. Go yeah. yeah. I'm going to watch Netflix for an hour or two it. or five. Yeah. That takes some practice. Mm-hmm. What is your high vibe, my friend? Vibe. I so I several months ago I did this training for my previous division in the East Coast, and it, it was around empathy and empowerment, lots of mindset stuff in, within the context of leadership. Mm-hmm. So that's it, it was a hit. It was great. Like it definitely it had me see things like areas where. I wasn't allowing myself to be seen and that broke mm. that broke all like a bunch of that. And so now I had been asked, so that thing, that you know, training that I did kind of has word has spread. And so my current division, you know, had asked me to do the same one here. And whew, like I didn't feel the same kind of fears. Like, I didn't have to affirm the myself the way that I did back you know, when I mm-hmm. did it several months ago. So I was like, I realized, okay, I'm in a new energy. You know, this is like natural. This is like what, you know, I'm meant to do. This is the new level. I didn't feel the same level of fear. Was I still nervous? Absolutely. Was mm-hmm. there still some fear? Absolutely. Anything you do that's big and anything that kind of has, like for me, like that has me seen exposed like you take that risk you're vulnerable always have you feeling some sort of sort of type of way but I think would acknowledge myself in this moment is like that like knowing to set my intention around it so whenever I was feeling like scared or nervous I was like well this is my intention I am creating the energy around this this is how it's going to go down and that is such a powerful powerful tool that I was so grateful for it like knowing like or being taught it and practicing it because it just felt really good like I like that was amazing like the director of like training and development was there and she like emailed me Mm -hmm. after and just was so grateful for the opportunity to even hear my training this is the director of trainings Mm -hmm. and development and I was like like it was this new level of being seen that I'd like definitely honoring myself for being willing to do it because Mm -hmm. it was scary. Also, it was really, really cool and super powerful. And 
mm-hmm. just affirm for myself, like, what's the next thing in my life? And I, I think it's more, more training, more sharing what leadership could look like and a willingness mm-hmm. to take yourself on. So yeah. really proud of myself. It was a big week. Glad to have experienced it. So yeah. Now I'm just like in this like new high vibe. Hi, <laughs> the name of the segment. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. That's definitely awesome. I'm like, congrats. Thank you. So exciting. Yeah. And I think it just opens up other avenues of opportunities. You know, maybe like in your career path you might be in one of the highest levels you can go in like, you know, starting from what you did to mm-hmm. now. Like there's only really one other position above me at this level. Yeah. 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 So. But like, I think this other leadership path is, is different, you know? And I think that's really cool. Like you're, you're creating that within your area already within your job yeah. and creating something that is a tool that you could not only use in your specific field, but other fields and help others, you know, like it's more opening. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of feel like Loki with (laughs) the, like the the timeline branches, right? (laughs) Exactly. I kind of feel like that's kind of in the world. You're a variant. Yes. And it's still like all me, right? It's just this, and you've been doing this, you know, you've Mm -hmm. been kind of branching, like your, I guess your one big reality into these all different like, like branches. And I think that's kind of where I'm starting to go is like, there's this core of me that still like loves what I'm doing. And, and also these, these other parts of me that wants to contribute in a different way. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited. I'm just, you know, being really playful about it, light, breezy, no press, just be me and it's enough. Yeah, that's a whole new slogan right there. <laughs> Light, breezy, fresh, no pressure. No pressure. No pressure. It's almost like the easy, what is it? Easy, breezy, beautiful, beautiful cover girl. girl. <laughs> easy. Or what is the clean and easy or what is it? There or fresh and clean. Isn't there one? Another one? They maybe, maybe I'm mixing it up. Maybe it's not maybe it doesn't really exist and it I'm just making it up in my oh, head. Man it up in my head speaking of making up things in my head before we end this morning I was like thinking about something and then I realized that like I thought it was a memory but it wasn't a memory it was like I was listening to something and I painted this whole scenario in my head so it was a memory of a fake thing that I made up in my head literally I was like was that real like did I see that on tv I was like, no, did I like literally create something in my head that (laughs) was like, it felt very real. (laughs) And now as I'm saying it, I'm wondering if I listened to a podcast and then there was also a documentary. I don't know. Maybe I didn't make it up. Maybe it was already, I don't know. It was the same story. I I have no idea. Anyways, life is crazy. My mind is crazy. Time to go. (laughs) Time to go. All right, guys. I think next week, by next week, we shall be talking about the new show, Impeachment. It's going to be out by then. You have to remind me when it's on. Yeah. I don't do TV schedules. I'll I'll send you alerts. Okay. I'm going to put an alert on my phone to tell you that it's out. You know, remind you. Then hopefully it's as good. I feel like it's going to be good. Like with that cast. 
Yeah. I'm excited. So then we could do some little breakdown of it. Maybe we should do like, we should break down the first episode and then when they're done, we'll break down the, the last episode. So, so like give people time to watch and catch up and yes. then tell people next week we're, we're, we're going to talk about the ending. So, you know, spoiler alert, don't listen to that part of the episode next week. Listen to the episode. Fast forward it. Tell us you love us and that's all good. All right, guys. Gotta go. Take care. Love you. And uh, I don't know. Bye. <laughs> Need more quality time with your favorite soul sisters? Yes, please. Then come hang out with us on Patreon. And just for $5 a month, get exclusive content and one additional live podcast recording where you, the audience, gets to interact with us real time. So head on over to Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N slash Hey Sister Soul Sister and become a patron. Or download the app and search Hey Sister Soul Sister. Can't wait for you guys to join us. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs>